I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. Each episode will not only offer you a new perspective on dating, but will also change the way you date. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. We've talked about gingers before with a co-host. His name was Aaron. He loved gingers. That was his thing, right? But we haven't gone into this topic that deep yet. So our guest today, Jack, is going to tell us about what it's like to be a ginger and also to date as a ginger. Hi, Jack. How are Hi, you? I'm great, and I'm happy to be your first <laughs> ginger on the podcast. Very exciting. So Julie, early in the day, did a quick Google search. So she did the uh, autofill, you know, when you type in on Google, and it says she wrote, do gingers, and this is what popped up. Do gingers have blue eyes? Do gingers go bald? Do gingers go gray? Do gingers feel more pain? Have rights? Do gingers tan? Do, do they get gray hair? Feel less pain? Do they bleed more? Wow. Wow. These were the autofills on Google. I mean, I think every good research project should start with just autofill on Google yeah. because that gives you so many different directions. So, to many, so many different directions of what people are searching for on the internet about gingers specifically. Mm-hmm. So before we get into your experience, we want to talk about some of the studies that have been done about gingers and dating. So according to a study published in Psychology Studies, found that men who have had red hair aren't treated the same as their blonde or brown-haired counterparts. So they had this experiment where they put men in different colored wigs to see who women would approach more. And the men who were in red wigs were rejected the most. And only 13.8% of them got women to dance with them on the dance floor, while men with black locks, 
led the group with 35% success rate. This was also a similar problem for their lady counterparts as well. So what, what is interesting about this whole topic is that it's a little bit about, it's like, to me, it's very similar to racial yeah. identity, but to others, it could be similar to your uh, body identity, your body issues, uh, how you how you see yourself physically. Jack, what do you think about what we just talked about? You're, you're in your mid-30s. You've lived in San Francisco for three years, originally from Minneapolis. You're currently single and actively going on dates. What is it like dating as a ginger? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of that goes back to your identity as a redhead. You know, it's it's really hard growing up as a redhead. Like you talk about the groups that are bullied in, you know, in like uh, like on the playground and it like, like call every name in the book, you know, from like carrot top to fire crotch, you know, mm-hmm. copper top. Like I heard every single name growing up. As a kid, you'd like, you just want to fit in. You don't, you don't. You don't want to be different. I think it's something that redheads embrace as they get older, as they mm. kind of find themselves and become more confident. But I think those early formative years where you're like, you're on the playground and, and, and kids, you know, how kids are, they just look for that one thing that's different about you and kind of like, you know, pick on that and call your names about that. And so I think, you know, a lot of redheads that I know grew up with sort of like less confidence because they that was called out as like, something that was not only different about them, but mm. something that was kind of like inferior, mm. you know? Oh, so when did you know you were a redhead? I didn't know I was Chinese until I moved to America. It, it was something like that, that my family, my parents and like extended family, and especially like old people would call out constantly as, as like a, let's say a five, six year old kid with bright red hair. What I, what I remember most is like going to church with my family and there'd be all like, it was always the elderly people with like like white hair and they'd be like like oh you've got such beautiful red hair i bet those <laughs> girls on the playground are all over you oh and i'm like gosh. what what are you talking about and no it's the exact opposite i don't know how it was like 80 years ago but it, it times have changed you know and so i'm like why like why do the, all these adults think the red, this red hair is like such a, a gift and a blessing is it's like it's something terrible because as a kid it's just it's, it's something you're you're picked they on they brought attention to it mm. So yeah. do we know where this ginger name stemmed from? I don't know the the origin of the name. I know like there are a lot of slang terms globally. I think maybe it's like a British thing or something. But there was a South Park episode, well, now, mm. now like 10 years ago or something, mm-hmm. where um, like same situation. It's like there's like a redheaded kid at school and they're all picking on him. And, and like Cartman or whatever, you know, comes up with this thing like gingers have no souls. <laughs> and they're like, they're really soulless, like devil beings. <laughs> And they can't go out in the sunshine because they'll burst into flames, you oh know, because they're like their skin is too light. But there's this special class of gingers. They call them daywalkers and they can go out in the sun and blend in with the rest of you. But they're just as soulless as all the other ones. Oh, my God. Know? So I, I saw that. I was like, well, at least I'm, I'm a daywalker. You know, I'm, the like, I'm one of the more normal ones, but I'm still lumped into this category. Um, and then, like in the wake of that uh, that episode, there were, like was like National Kick a Ginger Day. Oh my god! So, luckily, I wasn't. <laughs> in, you know, I, I luckily I wasn't like in school for that. But if I, you know, feel for the kids on the playground when something like that comes out, when it's like, oh, go around and kick kick the redheaded kid. Um, Why have you guys not had like protests and stuff like that? I just, because like, it's bullying. So interesting. It's not yeah. like race that you could be like, oh, someone's being racist. Right. Like, they're right. just like discriminating against your hair color. But and it's kind of it like discrimination. So you know how like everyone used to feel bad for blondes they have dumb blonde jokes you know? right. <laughs> it's like oh blondes like it's it's funny they're just like they're airheads it's this yeah but nobody's being mean but, to blondes like there's no kick a blonde day <laughs> right it's like like blonde jokes are relatively harmless we are literally there's like the phrase redheaded stepchild like I'm yeah. gonna feed you like a redheaded right. stepchild yeah. it's like very, you know, very negative violent. connotation it's totally different and so that's something that formed my identity when I was younger and then as, as I grew up and got more confident and, and became, you know, like like comfortable with who I was, now I, I embrace it and I, I, I like I like that it makes me different, you know, because now I, I think as you get older, you want to stand out in certain ways, right. especially in the dating scene. Mm. You want to embrace the things that make you different and make you special if you are indeed confident about those things. Were you, you know? born with red hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know some blondes that were born as blondes and then they turned red later mm. in life. Yeah. yeah. I was. I started out like pretty gingery, like like, <laughs> you know, like the the pretty orange freckles, very pale skin, very red hair. And then uh, as time has gone on, it's like it's now like almost brunette. It's gotten pretty dark to the point where like in a dark bar. I kind of look brunette. I can pass it. Yeah. yeah. When we first you know? met you, we didn't even know that you were <laughs> Yeah. Redhead. So I'm right. like an incognito, like under yeah. the radar redhead. So um, before we go too far, I do want to say where the origins of Ginger yeah. came from yeah. because we actually Please. did some research. No one is very clear. So the oh. fact that you weren't sure 
is kind of out there, but there's a couple origins. There's the ginger nickname came down to the ginger root that's used in cooking to give it a bit of a kick. Just to refer to your fiery temper. Yes. So not right. so much the looks of the ginger root, but the how it that kick yeah. that it gives But it. fiery temper also stems from the fact that you have red hair. So there's like a correspondent that like you're red. It's like a hot color mm-hmm. and there's like correlation right. with temper. Also, this ginger flavor food, which tends to show an auburn reddish tinge, like ginger cake, ginger bread, and ginger snaps. So that's referring to the color. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that came up was there is this American TV show from the 60s that was Gilligan's Island, where there was the character mm-hmm. Ginger that was a redhead. So there's a thought that it kind of stems from that mm-hmm. pop culture in the 60s. Wasn't the show in black and white, no? That's a good point. Read this on the internet, but that is a really valid point. Yeah, good point. That was like her characteristic. I feel like it was like drawn a lot of attention that she was a redhead. So with that in mind, (laughs) how did this translate into you dating as a full-fledged adult? You've experienced this identity. You've experienced the bullying that came with it. And then what about later? When you grew up, I, I remember actually when I first started online dating. I remember very vividly, like late twenties or something, and I was like, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna make an OK Cupid profile, like put myself out there, you know. Uh-huh. I, I like I dated a bit organically, you know, and I like had some like decent relationships, but I was like. I was confident enough, like, I just want to, I want to get out there and, like, you know, date a bunch of people and find out what I want. I mean, this was, this was a point when I was fully embracing the ginger angle. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> redhead and proud, you know, I'm yeah. just like, I'm, I feel like I am a, you know, moderately attractive and confident redheaded man and I'm going to go own it. Mm-hmm. What you know? got you from being, like, <clears throat> thinking it was, like, a down thing to embracing it? I don't I think it was just uh, really just, like, working on myself and becoming... Um, Fucking gr- owning it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, grow- growing up and becoming mature, like, I started a career and, and finished grad school and, and did a lot of things to better myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just got into a lot of things that I, I felt like made me a well-developed person. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think it's kind of like you said, you know, all, all these things are important to a mate, and I felt like I had a lot of those things. Mm. Maybe the red hair was the one like strike against me but I was like whatever you know yeah, like, I have everything I have all these I have all these other things that I feel like are potentially appealing to a mate that I could you know that I can put out there yeah. and I should be able to successfully date Got it. You know, so back okay, on okay, yeah. Cupid. So I get so I so I make this okay Cupid profile. Probably misses like this the old days of like online dating because you used to fill out a very extensive profile. Oh, I know. You know, you write all these things about yourself and and you could also read a lot of things about other people and really like, kind of get to know them through their profile. Now it's literally like what a, a headshot and like one line. If you know, that I like to laugh. Yeah, or, or like just know. all emojis. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So, so this was back when the, these um, profiles were much more robust. And so you would like read a lot about this person and then you would get down to the bottom. There may be like 10 key stats and you would go, here's me and then here's my match. And so you could specify what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. And so most people were pretty open-minded. You know, it'd be like, hot, like you know, you go to a girl's profile and it'd be like, my, my ideal match. Okay, he is between five foot five and six foot seven. Yeah. You know, he is one of these four ethnicities. You know, he has facial hair or doesn't, doesn't really matter. You know, he's um, within 50 miles of me, whatever. And then there was a hair color one. You know, <laughs> there was a hair color I don't know if there. And it was like, hey. these are the different hair colors that I will accept in my wow. match. Wow. I guess yeah. you never thought about it if you weren't mm. ginger, right? <laughs> and so, at, you know, as as these um, as these people were searching, you know, their search results would be reflected by what, what they were looking for. And so there are probably 10 different hair color boxes that you could check, you know. What and, are and those? So, well, I can tell you because, because many people would check every single box. Except, except for red. Wow. Except they would not check red. And so I'm, I'm there like, oh, I just read this long profile all You're about like, this person. It. Everything checks out. It looks good. looks good. looks good. Hey, I've got all these things. And I get down to the hair color box and it lists, it's, there's like nine things listed. And I'm like, where's red? Where's red? Oh, shit. They didn't say check the red box. Oh, my god. They gosh. checked like, it's like light brown, dark brown, black, gray, bald. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you would, you did not check the red hair box, but you checked bald or gray? Thing against guys who like are bald or have gray hair, but I'm sitting here as a redhead, like, okay, at some point I'm gonna be like 80 years old, and my hair is either gonna turn gray or fall out completely. And, and you're going to have better chances I'll become then. more attractive. So why like do you think this is the case? Like, why do you think women are anti-redheads? <clears throat> it, it, it's a stereotype. or it's, some, it's the image that you get. Like, if someone tells you, imagine a redheaded man. 
Like, like what comes to mind? Like, like the kid from uh, Harry Potter, right? Is he a redhead? I didn't. No, no, not not Harry Potter. Um, oh, uh, the, Ron Weasley or what oh, is the that one without eyebrows. Like he has yeah, really light probably. eyebrows. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Okay. But you imagine someone like like pasty white skin, like mm. like just awkward looking and and not like traditionally handsome. I mm. think. Is it pop culture? I think like, it's popular. Like, like how many movies show like the handsome, debonair, suave, redheaded gentleman? You know yeah. that the girl falls for. It's maybe it's like the dorky, awkward redheaded guy that gets the girl <laughs> in the end because it's a rom com. You know, and she, like she gets rid of the handsome jackass because there's this charming redhead who's like a down to earth guy, even though he's butt ugly and awkward. Don't you, you feel know? like some Hollywood exec in like the 30s or 40s? his wife cheated on him with a redhead and that's when he was like fuck it every Cast movie I make from here I'm gonna demonize redheads probably because Maybe. where would it come from this is so right. random it's so random yeah I, I think it's just it's just the image that you get so I, I've also encountered like usually on a first date or maybe a second date women will say things like you know I never thought I would be on a date with a redheaded guy <laughs> you know wow. or, or, or even like you know you're actually like like kind of attractive for a redhead oh Shit, they say that to your face? Or like, I've never, I've never been attracted to a redheaded man. But you're kind of cute. Wow. Wow. And that's yeah. supposed to be some kind of compliment? Right. It's like this like backhanded kind of thing. Wow. So and how did you take <laughs> all this feedback into your dating life? Um, like, what did this do to your confidence? Yeah. I mean, dating is very competitive. You know, there's a lot of people out there trying to date and, and playing to their strengths in various ways. Um, so, you know, part of me is like, well, I'll take it. It's a compliment. It might be backhanded. They might be saying, well, you know, every other redhead is is awkward and not someone I want to spend time with, but... You are kind of cute, so I'll give you a chance. It's like you're not awkward for an right. engineer or something like yeah. that. So you're kind of like, well, I guess I'll take it. But um, it also kind of tells you something about that person, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're, you're like, oh, well, they're actually kind of closed-minded. And also, rude. Why would you say yeah, something like rude. that? Yeah, rude. you said that, yeah. though, if you were like, you're kind of cute for a black man, like, all hell would break loose. Oh, yeah. Like, how is it really any different? you blasted still... on the internet. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm so surprised you guys haven't had protests and like an uproar because you would never have like a kick an Asian person down. Right. It's just, it's it would be like to me. so fucked up. Right. So fucked up. Anyway, okay. Well, and you can, like, you can probably sense, yeah, there are some similarities to like feeling like a maligned segment of the population. I, I would, I would never make the, the connection to like an actual minority group that is actually right. discriminated against mm, because right. we have red hair. It's not, it's not like we're actually being discriminated against. It's just that I, I think we have this physical feature that most of the population feels like is unattractive and when they think of some, somebody with this physical feature they just imagine someone who's like awkward or not not desirable you know mm. but but i wouldn't make that connection to like an actual being an actual minority group that right. actually has problems with like discrimination racism that right. kind of thing although this although podcast you sent us before this mm. to enlighten us about being a redhead yeah there was this whole part on there how it was viewed as a genetic deformation did you remember that part yeah it's i mean it's a recessive trait i, I think they described it as a deformity yeah <laughs> but it, not a physical deformity as a deformity a deformity at the genetic level some of the gene and that's probably how most most recessive traits are formed, I mean, it's right? not like anything lacking. It's just you're unique because there's yeah. not that many, that <laughs> yeah, many that's, redheads That's what my world. mom told me like ever since I was a child. It's just <laughs> very unique. It, it's a, those people that are like mixed race and yeah. they have green eyes for some right. reason and none of, their, none of their relatives do. It's a recessive gene. It should be celebrated. Right. So with that, obviously these women were ch- not checking off or they're not checking the red box, the red hair box. What about the women who were what was that like did you find women who only check the red hair box uh, no definitely did not find that the interesting thing was I, I would get messages from the women who did not check the red box i'd be browsing and i'd see and someone like who checked every box but the red red box and i'd be like okay whatever next you know i'm like i move on i'd actually get a message from them mm. like the next day and they'd be like hi how you doing whatever like icebreaker you know and sometimes i would call it out and not in like a bitter way like i'm just mm. bitter you didn't check the red box it was just kind of like hey you know it, like yeah let's let's have a conversation you seem interesting um but by the way i couldn't help but notice mm. you checked every hair color box except right. for red what's up with that and and that was usually when i would get those kind of backhanded oh. like like well you know just i've never met a red-headed guy i thought was attractive I, and i can't envision really ever meeting one that i would be attracted to so i just didn't check that box what but, about 
apps now where there isn't that box. I mean, it's not, you know, it's it's not the kind of thing where, like, I'm, I'm sure you guys know, like on, on, on apps, women will say, if you're under six feet tall, don't, don't yeah. bother, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, or other deal breakers, but usually it's height. Mm-hmm. They're, they're never saying, if if you have red hair, then don't message me. It's right. not something that's called out at that level. But I think if, if a survey is put in front of them and they're like, you know, which hair colors would you prefer to date? Mm-hmm. Then it's then it comes down at the bottom. Do you look like you have red hair in your profile? Mm, yes. There might be a filter applied where it's like toned down a little bit. You know, like, you know toned down. Dirty the, blonde. Yeah, toned down the ginge until Strawberry you know they're into blonde. it. But yeah, as far as like being into it, I, like around the time I was on that on OKCupid, okay I did have sort of the intersection. So I, I listened to your um your podcast about dating Asians yeah. as well. Yellow um, fever. Yellow fever. Yeah. So I dated an Asian girl uh-huh. um, in my mid twenties. So yeah, I'm like you know a kid growing up in Minnesota, which like there are there are, like some yeah, white and maybe so I did one of them. So we're on like what first or second date. She's like she's like okay wait, have you ever dated an Asian girl before? Because <laughs> I'm this white redheaded dude, you know, from the Midwest, and I'm like no. She's like well the, the main thing is if you if you ever want to date an Asian girl after me, you cannot tell them that you <laughs> dated an Asian before. I'm like what are you talking about? What's wow. the big deal? And she's like, well, we, like we have this radar, me and all my Asian girlfriends, we have this radar, like, and I, I've heard you say this, like the last three girls you dated were Asian. Yeah. We, right. we don't want to do Yeah. That. Deal breaker. Yeah. We dated for um, close to a year and then she actually moved away. She moved to Hong Kong. Oh, okay. um, So we broke up. But I, like, we kind of stayed in touch. It was one of those things, like, we still talked and she, she invited me to visit her, like after maybe a year went by. We were apart for about a year, just like doing our own thing. And it did happen that like in that year, I dated a few other Asian girls. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I broke up. We broke you up. Open Pandora's box. Right, exactly. So like, <laughs> can't go back. She moved. Like my ex moves to Hong Kong, and I go on this one year sort of tear, you know. And I'm on OkCupid, and you know, no one wants to date the redhead anyway. But I'm out there like putting myself <laughs> out there, and um, I end up yeah, I ended up meeting like like a, some women who ended up being Asian and uh, and whatever short term things. So after after a year, she's like she's like come and visit me in Hong Kong. I I miss you and I I, I want to reconnect. And I was like yeah, so do I. So I go out to Hong Kong and literally in the first hour that I'm there, she's like we need to talk. And I was like just flew like like 15 hours you know what like what's so what's so urgent and she's like you know i've been looking at your facebook over the last year and i couldn't help but notice there's a lot of like changs and chans oh my and gosh. and like where are all these asian women coming from and so she was giving me shit about it uh for about a week while we we're like in hong kong you know like we're walking around like and she's like oh you think she's hot you think she's hot oh, no. you must love being surrounded by all these a- beautiful asian women the very the last day in hong kong we're like we're going to this bar and she's like hey i just want to let you know this bar tonight there's gonna be this guy that i dated first moved to hong kong and like just be cool about it of course i'm not like jealous so we're chilling in this bar and this guy walks in and she's like oh that's that's the guy that's the guy i dated <laughs> I was like, yo, he's a white guy? He walks <laughs> under the light. He's a fucking redhead. <laughs> Boom. Total ginger. Like, gin- like more gingery than me. Boom. What about so, after like, him? Do you know if there's no, more? I do. Well, no, I do. She's, she's married now. And he's to like, he's pale. He's not, maybe brunette, <laughs> maybe a little like strawberry. But And I was like, okay, wait. You're like talking to me about dating another Asian girl after you. Yeah. We have Asians in Minnesota. I think you found the one redheaded guy in, <laughs> in Hong, Hong Kong, Kong. Yeah. <laughs> and you dated him. Like, like, it, like it's a supply and demand thing, right? Yeah. So how many of them are there? And I think you found the only redheaded dude. Oh my god! So that was my first experience with like, okay, either there is an attraction out there to redheaded men, you know, on the part of some like certain women, or it's one of those like once you go red, you know. Oh yeah. You know, another... And then you just stay so, in bed. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't so that's, that's funny. My whole dating career, I've wanted to like, I've been trying to come up with some kind of once you go black, you never go back. There but you for go. Redheads. Got call. it. You got like, it. To all of your listeners. Once you go red, you stay. In bed. I love it. I like it. So we have a friend. He has a legit ginger fetish. Like mm-hmm. I went maybe fetish is the right word, but he has a preference for ginger. And he's a ginger himself. Proud and he dates ginger. men so or women. He dates men. Loves he gingers. loves Prince Harry. Okay. For reference. Have you had any encounters of a woman that's solely like I know your ex had another, but have you ever met anyone that's like date after date is ginger? I will say that I, I think the perception of, of ginger men 
versus ginger women mm. is different. Tell us. Like, yeah. So, so the, the ginger woman, as women typically are sexualized, you know, uh-huh. it's like, oh, the sexy raven hit. Yeah. Raven is like, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like yeah. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's like, like Jessica a Rabbit. Maybe like a, like a Lindsay Lohan at yep. one point. Amy um, Adams dyed her hair to get more jobs in Hollywood. Well, she, she was a she was blonde. There was right. something I read that do, doing extensive research for this that uh, redhead women have more sex than brunettes and blondes. Oh, again, oh, I don't intriguing. know how true oh. that is or where that data point came from, but yeah, I think I think like the when they when they tell you oh imagine a redheaded woman you know guys will imagine like red hair green eyes you know like like pale skin but very beautiful you know. Uh, like this long flowing red hair, you know, mm-hmm. and and when you think of the male redhead, it's like carrot top. What about Pippi Longstocking? I feel like that's not yeah. a positive red. I think that image has evolved, you know. Now it's like they're more so maybe sexy. to resolve this, we just have to find a really hot redhead, yeah, celebrity. Yeah to be the pioneer we need good role models yeah actually when the prince harry thing happened Mm. um my sister my sister told me that i should put on on my bumble profile like like (laughs) a b like my my face next to prince harry she's like you gotta get some of that magic you You know know what he really put gingers on the map he totally did i think i i absolutely think he did and he's not even a like a, the best looking ginger out there. Mm-hmm. But he definitely yeah. put you guys on the map. He gave us street cred. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, Megan Markle sees something in this guy. I'm like, right? Maybe I should stand, like, test the waters. Are there any, like, dating apps for gingers? Oh, yeah. Yes. There is. And but I that's only gingers know... only dating gingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I only know about that because I did go on <laughs> one date in my entire dating career where the woman was into redheads. Okay. And uh, yeah, and this was, I had to go uh, all the way to Paris, actually, <laughs> to find this person. Worth it. Uh, and I haven't, never, I haven't seen her since. I have not encountered anyone uh, since then. But, uh, but yeah, I was spending a week in Paris. Um, I was kind of traveling solo. I'm like, what? Maybe I'll just get on Tinder and see, you know, maybe I can, uh, I'll have a drink with the local, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, just see, see how it goes. And so I started swiping, you know, and I matched with this, um, she was like, uh, dark, kind of like, like Israeli living in Paris, designing like Louis Vuitton bags or something. And it sounded like, like, you know, it's, it's okay. She's cool. She sounds interesting. Yeah. She, uh, I could definitely at least go have a drink with her. So we meet up at this little bistro, you know, we're like in the first five minutes, she basically cuts the small talk and she's like, there's a reason why I swiped right on you specifically. <laughs> and I'm like super intrigued. Like I'm racking my brain. Like, Oh my God, what's what's my first picture? What's, what do I have on that profile? That, would, that someone would immediately latch on to. Yeah. What do, what do I list that would immediately make someone be like, I want to drink, have a drink with this guy yeah. now because that's never happened. She's like, there's, there's something that really, really turned me on to you. I was like, Oh my God, what? What, what was it? <laughs> I mean, I'm like clueless. And she goes, I am extremely attracted to redheaded men. And I can't get enough of them. Wow. So she would have checked that box like triple uh, time. Yeah. Box. Only 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 that box. Box. yeah. This was the girl I had been looking for since my OkCupid days. Yeah. yeah. Where checked, has she like, been? Ecstatically checked, you know. So how'd you feel when she kind of, in a way, objectified you? Yeah. Um, I think at first I felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this has never yeah. happened. This and I'm amazing. sure she's hot, right? Yeah, yeah. She was she was yeah, she was hot. And and I'm sitting there like in the back of my mind, you know, the is you know, there's like the PC part of your mind that's like, I'm being objectified. But then there's like the man yeah. part that you're like, yeah, baby, just objectify me. Right. I don't I don't care what it you know, you get to a date in the first five minutes, she's like, You have this sexy red hair and right. I can't get enough. And you're like, Yeah, I, I do finally. I have more you down know? there too. Yeah, right. <laughs> And she, so she's sitting there like, I am only attracted to redheaded men. Red hair just does something for me oh. that nothing else does. I'm still just like flabbergasted. I'm staring at her like, like you've got it backwards. This like red hair doesn't attract women. It repels women. <laughs> and I know because I've been a redhead my whole life. Get me finally. Someone oh, understands. I feel bad for her though in a way because there's so few redheads out there. Her like picking is so slim. Yeah, to but then she with. probably gets right. all of them That's too. true. That's so, true. I think she cleans up. She cleans totally. up. Yeah. Yeah. So here I was, you know, I've been only in town for like three days and she found me. And, uh, and so <laughs> we were, so we're sitting there for like. You know, in the first five minutes, this comes up, and I was like, "So I have so many questions for you. I don't know how did this start? When did you know you had yeah, a ginger fetish? Know? Can I call it a fetish? Is yeah. that okay?" You know? Because she was like owning it, embracing yeah. it, and 
And so my my first question was, how do you feed your urge with a constant yeah. supply of right. redheaded gentlemen? <laughs> you know, how do you how do you find these guys? And, and because clearly, yeah, like Tinder is just a crapshoot. If we're two or three percent of the population, right. you're doing oh, a lot no. of swiping. That's swiping for like five swiping hours. A lot, you know? Hard to find. Yeah, someone. like I hope yeah. you have like the premium account that lets you just like scroll <laughs> really fast through <laughs> every country yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're swiping like day and night. Yeah. No yeah. wonder in the first five minutes she dropped that on me because she's probably been swiping like yeah. around the clock for like months. Finally, I get this jackass in <laughs> here. Tirelessly. I got one. I got yeah. one. Chase, I swiped all around the clock. I found you, and we both know why we're here. So let's get down to business. So, so yeah. So my first question was, how do you find this steady stream of redheaded men to you know, yeah. feed your desires? She kind of leans in, you know, like kind of looks around. <laughs> it's like, you just make sure no one's listening. And she's like, there's a website. It's a website <laughs> you can course. go to. And I wasn't surprised, but I was still like, I, I've never heard of a, I, I've never heard of a redheaded dating website, no, you know? No, And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm totally listening at this point. And she's like, take out your phone and type in hotforginger.com. Ooh, oh my is God. it the number four or spelled out four? F-O-R. Okay. Hotforginger.com. Okay. okay, I'm going on it now. And so, <laughs> so it turns out she went She went on this website. She must have Googled it and found it. But um, she, she she's like, that's my the main place that I go to find redheaded men. The problem is it's only for ginger on ginger action. Oh, it's for G-O-G. redheads. Yeah, it's for redheads to date other redheads. Yeah. I think it's it was probably started by a redhead who's like, we're going extinct, guys. Right. We gotta continue. Yeah, exactly. You know, we need to make more redheads. Because, <laughs> like pandas. Yeah. Because you got like some of you guys are going on dating Asian women or like you know, like we're all right. just, it's a melting pot. We gotta and keep they, it in. Right. Yeah. We gotta we gotta keep these redheads going. So I think that was the point of the site. She she was like super depressed when she found it. She's like, she's like, I, just, I tried to make an account. Like she had found this site that has all the men she wants. And they rejected so, her. So she's like, create account. And it's like, okay, what, what's your account name? And she's like, ginger lover 69 or something <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay what you know what's your height blah blah blah. what's where do you live blah blah, blah. um what what hair color do you have and she she checked black and it immediately oh. booted her out of the site oh shit that's Sh- a trick then yeah so it was almost like poetic justice i was like you mean you didn't check the red hair box? <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to checking yeah. that box <laughs> and, doesn't it, and it? so it kicked her out of the site and it, and it was like we're sorry Hotforginger.com is only for gingers to meet other gingers. You're not allowed on this site. So, so how do you feel about ginger girls? Yeah. <clears throat> Would you go on Hot for Ginger? By the way, their hashtags <laughs> are the 2% and mm-hmm. Hot for Ginger. Those are their hashtags. Hot for Ginger, yes. Yeah. The 2%. And, and to be honest, uh, since I've gone back to that site, the last time I went, it said hotforginger.com, the dating site for gingers and those who love them. That's what it says. So I think they've, that's misleading. I think they realized. No, I think they realized it was too much All of a they, niche. Oh. They're like, there aren't enough gingers. Oh, so that she's out there gingers. now. Yeah, now she's, she's right. totally <laughs> on there. Okay, so I back can... to do you? How do you feel about ginger women? Let's take a quick break and get intimate for a sec. For those of you who know me, you know that I don't like to wear real bras. I wear sports bras all the time because I really just dislike the bra buying experience. Well, it's like Harper Wilde heard me complaining or something and was like, hey, we'll be your fairy bra mother and simplify the bra shopping experience. So here's how they do it. They have three styles for you to choose from, t-shirt, push-up, and strapless, and they all come in three different shades of nude and one black. Their bra straps adjust in the front and come with a racer back hook to ensure a proper fit. Fit. And get this, they offer free at-home try-ons where you can try three different bras for a week at no charge. I just got my first Harper Wild bra, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I've stopped wearing my sports bras. It's so comfortable that I forget I even have it on. It's time to start lifting up your ladies with Harper Wild. Go to harperwild.com datable to get started today with a free at-home try-on and get a free bra wash bag. Make sure to select three bras to try on, and don't forget to add the wash bag to your cart too. That's Harper Wild, spelled W-I-L-D-E dot com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to try on three bras at home for free and receive a free gift. Now, back to the show. 
Okay, so oh back God. to do you? How do you feel about ginger women? I don't think I've ever dated a ginger. Is that because really? you haven't come in contact, or has it been or like do a you conscious have stereotypes? Um, I don't have stereotypes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I am one, so I can tell you what the <laughs> unless there are specific like for women. Headed, this sounds super ironic based on everything I've said, but I've never been attracted to a redheaded woman that I've gone on a date with. Interesting. And I'm not saying they're they're not out there. I've definitely seen I've seen redheaded women like maybe on like. On apps or in the street, you know, that I find attractive. But I, I guess it's the same. Mm. If I, okay, I'm, I'm going to put this back into perspective. If I was like, oh, I went on a date with like two guys with brown hair, right? Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't attracted to them. The population and sample size is just so small with redheads. It wasn't like you were going on like hundreds That's of true. dates. They're a small, we're a very small part <laughs> exactly. of the population. Yeah. So maybe. 2%. Yeah. So maybe my. Maybe my the scale of dates I've had with redheads right. is is in proportion to exactly. how they are in the population. To be honest with you, I tend to date non-white uh, women. Okay, um, and and I I don't know. I've like done some reflecting on this. Like I think part of it is like I grew up with very pale skin. I saw how that was not attractive to people, and I mm. kind of hated it as growing up. You know, and growing up, I became I was very attracted to women who had like like a nice tan or like darker skin. Like opposite, you know? yeah. yeah. Like you know, so so to me, like like darker skin and darker features and like things that I didn't. Have have that I sort of like found unattractive like those features are are attractive to me so on this site it says you can either chat with each other as in two gingers or chat with ginger files Mm. So, so there's those are the people who only like gingers this website would never fly for anything that's a grace Right? No. Can you imagine it was like hot for Asian? That'd be a porn site. That would yeah. not be a dating dating mm-hmm. site. Or like the what's it called? Ginger files? Ginger <laughs> files. Like, like an Asian file? <laughs> like, hell no. I feel like this woman you met in France files a complaint or a lawsuit to that. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Like, so that, that's interesting because you there's a site for Asians to date other Asians. Yeah, there's a site East, for East meets East. Yep. Right, Jews <laughs> there, like J dates. J date. Yeah, there's yeah. like um, what is it? Black singles or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like it's acceptable for the for gr- certain groups to, to date, date each other. other. But if you're like, I want to date someone from this group, then that becomes creepy or like yeah. or not cool. But we yeah. also know people who've been on J-Day who aren't Jewish who just right. want to date a nice Jewish right. girl. Right. right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think this is a good segue to takeaways, which is interesting because I think this whole thing persists. Like, we've gone back and forth. Like, how is this like race and how is it different? And it's obviously clearly different. Like you said, it's not like a marginalized group in that sense. But it is a marginalized it group a marginalized in another group. way. And, like, yeah. there's definitely a lot of overlap of how people are treated. And I think, like, just because because it isn't race doesn't mean that like there should be such an unconscious bias on it not mm. to say that someone may have that because that always happens anyways like even with race people still have that bias even of though course. you shouldn't have it so it's just interesting that it's like there's such a parallel but also it is so different too i see so many parallels i i see so much of it because I think the reason why, I mean, speaking as an Asian woman, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If a guy told me I'm his first Asian, then I would say he's checking the boxes right Right. now. He's just going down the list. He's not serious about me. But if he's only dating Asian, then I question his taste. Like, this could have been any sort of Asian. So I, I would probably say the same about your dating situation. If someone just just brings up the fact that they're only attracted to you for this one thing, this one thing you have no control over, then it kind of makes it not yeah. as meaningful. And I can finish that thought by finishing the story of the the girl in Paris who yes. liked me just for my red hair. I mean, that came up in the first five minutes. For a couple minutes, I was kind of basking in the adoration, <laughs> you know, like, oh, finally, someone who, you know, loves red hair as much as the old ladies in, back in church did, you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> it turned out we, we actually didn't have anything else to talk about. And oh. we didn't have we didn't really have anything else in common like oh. and 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 maybe we did but the fact that she had brought that up immediately kind of threw the whole date off like mm. the rest of the date it was just kind of like sort of awkward jokes about oh you're into redheads and yeah. you know oh, it, was just, it became like, it the kept, thing yeah the thing and it kept kind of going back to that and and it was something we couldn't really get past you know because mm. she just threw that out there like I'm, I'm here because I love redheads mm. you know and I'm like okay that's cool so what else do you like <laughs> you know what it, right. I tell guy friends that story you know and they're like oh dude like so you met this hot Israeli girl no. in Paris like do you guys totally bang after that because you know she just told you she's, yeah. she loves redheads and I'm like no honestly Honestly, we had kind of an awkward conversation. (laughs) 
<laughs> and and it just kept going back to this awkward thing about her having this fetish for redheads. And then we kind of parted ways because <laughs> we never really connected or had a real chemistry. Yeah. It just felt kind of strange. That's a good takeaway too, is it like there you could have a preference for something, but if yeah. it's really the only foundation that you're right. going off of something, like maybe evaluate why you're actually doing that. Yeah, if that's what you're leading with, right. that's never a great way to get into someone's pants. I don't know. <laughs> I just, right. I just feel like there's so much there's so many ways we can approach someone and by approaching someone based purely on their physical looks yeah. it's not it's never the right way even it you, even if it's just completely superficial everyone loves a good compliment but what makes you attracted to someone is not just their physical looks right right i'm just thinking like if this was like weight or like height or anything else like if they were like oh i have a short complex or like something like yeah. that it would just be so awkward oh like my friends in new york who are all plus size women and they call these men that love them chubby chasers because right. they because they would actually be in this group it's a it's a group called chubby chasers and they said you know it's fine because these men obviously really love the way they look but at the same time they're very much objectified and fetishized right. and it's interesting because i've never thought about hair in the same quality yeah. as like i think we always hear men complain oh women don't like me because i'm under six feet or yeah. women complain like oh i'm not attracted to men because i'm not a size zero or whatever but we've never like thought about hair color as much. Jack, have you ever thought about dyeing your hair at any point? Never. I don't know what color I would dye it. I, I don't think I would feel like myself. Right. You know, because at this point, it's part of my identity. I kind of would feel like I was not being true to myself. I've come a long ways in kind of accepting that and, and having it be a part of who I am and kind yeah. of owning it. So if, if if I were to ch like dye it black or something, it would kind of be like, I, I recognize that this is a handicap in the dating world, mm. so I'm just going right. to make my chances better and blend in with everybody else, you right. know, and that's not what I'm about. Well, there's mm. like this sense of owning it, right? Like, I think there's a, the whole body positivity movement is like owning what you look like. And in a way, this is similar of like, this is the hair I was given, right? Yeah. Like, like you just were saying, I would be a different person if I had different hair color. Right. Yeah. And that's not who I am. It just shows you also, it's, it's part of who we are, but also we're we're just unique identities. So Jack, you are who you are, not because you're a redhead, but because of everything you've experienced in your life. So when we approach people in dating, we also approach them as an individual, not as a group. So I get this question a lot because when I used to do dating coaching, I would get questions like, oh, I want to date American women. What is that like? Can you give me some pointers? Right. That would be like one of the top questions I get. Or two, I'm in Hong Kong for two weeks. I really want to meet some nice Asian girls. How do I meet them? And, and what do I say to them? You can't group people like that because right. everyone's so different. Absolutely. I mean, I, like if someone asked me, what what's it like to date redheaded men? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. I, I mean, first, I, we're a small segment of the population. I don't know that many other, like, I know <laughs> yeah. a small handful of other redheaded guys, but they're all very different. And you've right. never you know, dated a redheaded man. I've never man. dated a redheaded man. <laughs> so you wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. And I, I don't I don't think they would all have similar dating styles. I think everyone right. just yeah, like you said, despite how we may look alike, mm -hmm. but we're all totally different people. Yeah. See, that's just not a compliment if someone says, Oh, I'm really into you because I love blondes. Right. Well, that's not a compliment. So stop using that. Well, it's that. nothing to do with you at all. You, you exactly. Yeah. yeah. A feature you have. Yeah. And I think the last thing is like, I think in general, any looks, whether mm -hmm. it's a positive or a negative, just like it's just as offensive in a way. Yeah. Like, no matter how it is, like the chubby chasers that you were yeah. talking about or redheads singling them out because of that, like, it's just not a great way to start anything off. I mean, I, I would add to that. I think it's okay to have a preference for yeah. what you're attracted to yes. physically. You know, people take it the wrong way or, or express it the wrong way when they're like, oh, I'm really into blondes or I'm really into. Mm -hmm. You know, this kind of girl, it, it's normal, I think, to be attracted to certain physical features. Yep. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you might you might be physically attracted to people with blonde hair, you know, or people with a certain build or mm -hmm. certain height or, yep. you know, or, or maybe even certain ethnicities that have certain physical features that you find attractive. But I think where it crosses the line is when you go... Oh, people who are Asian all have this kind of personality, yeah. and I like that. Yeah, you know, and and that's kind of how that girl, the that first girl, uh, explained it to me. She's like, she's like, you know, where where kind of the fetish comes in, whether it is with Asians or redheads or whatever other group, 
is if you apply some kind of expectation for their personality. Yeah. Because they're part of that group. You right. can't generalize personality attributes based on physical attributes. Yep. Well, I, th- I agree that people could have preferences. However, I do think it's limiting. Like I remember mm-hmm. one of our guests saying that she actually only liked blondes and redheads. And I think like people are going to have preferences and you can never like sway people from them. Yeah. But also I would, I guess would suggest people opening up preferences wherever they can and not limiting people either. I think it comes down to media and what we're exposed to. We are attracted to certain features because that's what we've been yep. exposed to as attractive growing up. When you think of a redhead, you think of Carrot Top, which is who I think of, right. unfortunately. Maybe it's time to Google hot ginger men. There's so many of them. Do it. Do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I was looking at them the other day and I was like, damn. I'm sure there's so many out there. It's just that they're not at the forefront, you know, when it comes to what we see on TV and in the movies, but they're out there. So it's about, again, there's some hot ginger men out here. That guy's ripped. Right? (laughs) Every listeners do a Google search. Do a Google search. (laughs) Hot ginger men. Every time you find yourself attracted to a certain type, that's when you start questioning your type. Why is it that I like this type? Why is it that I really like these features? And start going backwards. Start thinking about what are some other features I could open myself up to, right? That's how you date with an open mind because you only know what you know. So expand your knowledge base. Awesome. Do we have time for a quick question of the day? We show do. Okay, this comes from Lauren. I go out all the time with my friend Christy, who is blonde, blue-eyed, with gigantic boobs. Ooh. Guys hit on her all the time. Sometimes I feel invisible around her because of all the attention she gets. I'm a brunette who is a bit more plain. I'm thinking about dyeing my hair blonder, but I'd never changed my hairstyle or color before. Do you think I should just go for it? Oh my goodness. I remember in when I was living in New York, this um, I had a really good friend, Carrie, who I'd always go out with. Blonde, blue-eyed, gigantic boobs. Did you submit this question? I, yes, I'm Lauren. <laughs> Help, guys. Give me some advice. And I remember we go to bars. We go to the same bars because that's, you know, you go to your neighborhood bar. And she would get hit on constantly just by, like, everybody. Because, one, she's beautiful. But, two, she just had this, like, really sunny personality. So people love talking to her. And I remember one day I went into the same bar by myself. She wasn't with me. And the same guys who hit on her start hitting on me. And I would I would ask them, I've seen you before, I've talked to you, and they had no recollection of who I was because I was always the afterthought or that the the person being overshadowed by her. Not that I I didn't have any resentment towards her, but then I was like, how do I make myself more of a attention grabbing yeah. person next to someone who is very like who is who does get a lot of attention? Right. I've struggled with that quite a bit in my life yeah I think it's less about the hair color and more about just the overall vibe that's probably being given up Mm. kind of similar to what you just said like even from hearing this it sounds like this very like I'm average I'm boring like that situation going on so I don't think you should change your hair color to like be blonde and hot but maybe like changing your hairstyle or like making a little tweak could give a little extra confidence and make Mm. you feel refreshed so if that's the case I think go for it but don't go for it just to like make yourself fit another stereotype well studies also show that blondes do get hit on the most blonde men and women because we are attracted to shiny objects and blonde is the closest color to shiny objects Mm. it's just what our eyes are drawn to so i i wouldn't say if you're looking it depends on what your end goal is if you're looking (laughs) for more attention sure dye your hair blonde or shiny (laughs) but if the end goal is to meet someone that you really click with that person will find you beyond whoever is around you right so you just have to again what julia was saying carry that confidence but also if you're somewhere if you always wear dark colors this is just psychologically we're attracted to lighter colors when we go out we just our eyes naturally go that way so just wear lighter colors white Mm. is a great color for people to wear when they go out and want some attention so there's other ways you could potentially do it without without changing your hair yes or maybe make sure you're smiling too opposed to like sitting in the back show your white teeth i could just i'm not again i'm i i don't know because i haven't seen this interaction but if you're like constantly looking at your friend getting attention you might not be like the peppiest happiest version of yourself true exactly if you're looking to have more sex wasn't the finding (laughs) 
redheaded women. So you should dye your hair red. R- I mean, I'm just saying, like you said, you are depending on your objective. For the exactly. sex, I'd give red hair a try. That's true. Dye your hair red. Actually, that that is a actually. Why not? <laughs> Do you have any that. advice for Lauren Jack as a male? Other than dye your hair red. <laughs> have you ever experienced a situation like that where you felt like you were overshadowed by a friend that you were going out with? Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I think being a redheaded man, sometimes you do feel like it is one of those qualities where like, yeah, if you're at the bar with three or four other guys, you know, you're the one with red hair. You know, it's mm. sort of like it's something that, you know, like Lauren is saying, you know, maybe you feel like it's something that you'll get less attention, you know, because of that. I mean, that being said, I don't really pick up girls at bars, so I don't, <laughs> I don't really worry too much about that. Um, but but yeah, I, I could see how she feels next to her friend. Like, it, it, it probably boils down to, like, you know, confidence, you know, yeah, being confident yeah. and owning what you have and being like, this this is the person that I am. I'm happy with that person, and I'm going to put it out there. Right. And she might find, even if she dyes her hair blonde but doesn't do what you just said, right. that might that not actually bad. help. Yeah, because right. then her hair would be fried, too. Just <laughs> right. Double, double so negative. I guess the advice is look to yourself first and then <laughs> see if there's other tweaks you can make before dyeing the hair. A lot of it is a it's a confidence and the vibe that you're giving off that comes from what how you feel about yourself. Right. All right. Any other takeaways for a very enlightening discussion? <laughs> I would love to look at our Google search history. <laughs> Someone would think we have the biggest ginger fetish yep. right now. I think you need to get a sponsorship from hotforginger.com yeah. too. How many times I mentioned that? That's true. This episode is sponsored by Hot no, just kidding. When you come over next, I'm going to have hot ginger men plastered all over my walls. Amazing. It's going to be a we're going to help ginger change this epidemic. Like we're going to make ginger men hot. Single-handedly. Everyone who walks in here should walk out being like, damn, I need to go date a ginger <laughs> yeah. right now. But it's supply and demand, you were saying. So you're That's like right. the only one within a 50-mile radius right now. Right. So you get all of them. Yeah, but what I, I think what I'm saying is there's not a lot of supply, also not a lot of demand. So I need you guys' <laughs> help. I need your help to boost that demand, you know, because then we've got a high demand, low supply thing, and that's, that's, that's great. That's best for you. It's all economics, people. At the end of the day, it's all economics. <laughs> and all recessive right. genes. <laughs> Do you have a similar story, our listeners? We love to hear from you. Something that you can relate to with Jack's story or, you know, we just, we love hearing these stories about a yeah. different perspective and a different experience that we're just not used to right. hearing uh, on a daily basis. And also we're booking guests for future seasons. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, just go to datablepodcast.com. Shall we wrap this up? Stay dateable. Your action item for this week is to list out the stereotypes you have of other people. Be painfully honest with yourself because you're the only one who gets to see this list. Next, go through each stereotype and try to think of why you think this way. Does it objectively make sense? And has it in any way prompted the way you date? Sometimes when we break down our own unconscious bias, we gain a different perspective on what we've always believe to be the truth. Want to continue the conversation? First, tag us in any post with hashtag stay dateable. Then head on over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching services with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. To connect with us, find Dateable Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also downloadable on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. Stay dateable.